Welcome to the Equine Energy Medicine Podcast with your host, Audrey McLaughlin. Hey friends, welcome to the Equine Energy Medicine Podcast. I'm your host, Audrey, and this is episode 30. Gosh, it has been a month, over a month, I think, since I've been able to sit down and put out a new podcast episode. And thank you so much for hanging out and being patient. Uh, I've been having so much fun with short <laughs> short form content on TikTok. It's become a really great way to get your questions answered. Um, so I'll put that link in the show notes if you're interested in hanging out there. If that's not your jam, totally fine. We're going to get back in the swing of doing these podcasts regularly. Today we're talking about magnesium for your horses. It's one of the things that I get asked about a lot. Um, I feel like we tend to, as horse owners, and I've been guilty of this in the past as well, we tend to add things and add things and add things to our horse's feeding plan, and we never reevaluate what might really be important. So there's a couple of things. Number one, we'll talk about reevaluating that stuff today. But number two, we're going to talk about magnesium. Specifically, we're going to talk about magnesium oxide versus magnesium I say glycinate, but glycinate, glycinate, tomato, tomato, um, for your horse. They're, they are used for different things. And unfortunately, because of the nature of the equine business, we tend to give horses mag oxide and it does have a place, but it's not going to give you the results that you're looking for in, uh, you know, some of the metabolic processes and anxiety and nerve conduction and muscle help and all of those things that, that many of us are looking for. So let's dive in. Number one, why do horses need magnesium? So magnesium is really important for maintenance of electrolyte balance. Obviously it is uh, important for the balance of calcium and potassium. It even has some uh, some to do with the balance of sodium as well. It is a cofactor for enzymes. Um, and horses that are deficient in magnesium have tons of different symptoms, nervousness, muscle tremors, incoordination, and those things can be mistaken for all sorts of different things. Um, mag is used at a higher rate. Magnesium is used as a higher rate when a horse is struggling or under stress or having anxiety. Um, and then the horse's body burns through magnesium a lot faster, which leads for a deeper, bigger need for magnesium. Now, that being said, magnesium is not necessarily what needs to be fixed. We, I, I always advocate for testing and not guessing. And so we can do that uh, main minerals and metals test. It can tell us what might be drawing uh, electrolytes, what might be drawing these micronutrients from our horse's bodies. It can show us where stress is. It can show us what they are absorbing of their feed and of their forage and all of those things. So when we look at the vast majority of horse supplements, we see primarily magnesium oxide as the ingredient. And I am a proponent of magnesium glycinate, and that is for both horses and humans, right? Um, and originally, my knowledge on the topic started as in conventional medicine as a nurse for humans. Magnesium oxide is colon blow. It's colon prep. It's what you take before a colonoscopy. It is 
a really great option for constipation. However, for all the other things and all the other more important things that we use magnesium glycinate for, or that we need magnesium for, I should say, magnesium glycinate is a much better option. They are two different versions of the same thing, magnesium, right? Um, The key difference is kind of the molecule that they're packaged in. Uh, Magnesium oxide has more magnesium per unit volume, but its overall absorption in the body is poor, whereas magnesium glycinate has less magnesium per unit volume, but its absorption rate is much higher for humans and for horses, right? I'm going to keep focusing on horses in this podcast, but because I see and treat both, it can be a little bit difficult to, you know, draw the line. So if we're looking at this, you know, just a side-by-side comparison, magnesium oxide is a really great option for constipation. Magnesium glycinate is more ideal for looking to improve those symptoms with stress and anxiety, nervousness, um, proper nerve and muscle function, all of those things. That's a magnesium glycinate job, not a magnesium oxide job. So again, both are salts of magnesium, right? Magnesium oxide is an inorganic salt of magnesium and it forms with ions of magnesium and oxygen. Magnesium glycinate is still the magnesium salt, but it's the magnesium salt of glycine. Um, the magnesium content in mag mag oxide is very high and it's very low in magnesium glycinate. And that's where some of the confusion I think comes in. That's where people say, no, you're crazy. Mag oxide, ukulele mag oxide is what we need. And it's not unless you're trying to treat constipation. And even then, I don't recommend doing it over and over and over again because there are side effects to giving a laxative all the time. The absorption rate for magnesium oxide is very poor, and that's part of what makes it really good for constipation, right? It flushes through. The absorption rate for magnesium glycinate is very high, and so that's what makes it more useful because it can be shuttled to all the places that it needs for all the enzymatic reactions, for the muscles, the nerves, all the things, right? So when we look at that, we're looking at something called bioavailability. The bioavailability of magnesium oxide is very, very low, whereas it's very, very high for magnesium glycinate, okay? So overall, what we're looking for is Number one, it's important to check for the deficiency and then treat the deficiency. You can do a, you know, sort of symptoms analysis and see if if magnesium will help your horse. Magnesium glycinate is unlikely to harm anything. And it is something that the horse's body can't store. It doesn't store it, so it uses it up and it might need a steady flow of that. Um, I still... I'm a big proponent for getting to that root cause and not just band-aiding it, right? If a magnesium glycinate is something that they need, then we need to look at the root cause of why they need it, not just continually give it to them to make it better without ever addressing that underlying root cause. If we don't address that root cause, then it just festers, right? And it gets worse. It comes out in a different area for the horse physically, emotionally, mentally, um, any of those areas, right? Magnesium, again, is relatively safe. The excess magnesium is excreted in the urine. But if you get too much, if you haven't checked, you haven't tested with something like a main minerals and metals test, then it can also decrease calcium and phosphorus uptake or the the body's ability to use calcium and phosphorus, which leads to intestinal issues and heart conduction issues and can even be um, linked to kidney problems. So it's really important not to overdo it. Um, 
if you are giving your horse magnesium daily, then you tend to see results within about 10 to 14 days, right? And you want to give a bigger dose in the in the beginning and then a maintenance dose after that. That's going to vary based on your horse's weight. Um, if you look at, if you just want to do some nursing math here or some medical math, however you want to say it, um, the intake of magnesium is roughly 20 milligrams of magnesium per kilogram of body weight per day. But please don't take this as advice. I'm not a ver- veterinarian and I don't play your veterinarian on the internet. If I'm seeing you in a, a one-on-one basis, then I can make a recommendation on what I would suggest for your horse. Okay. So overall, let's review. <laughs> oh, another question to answer is, uh, Every A lot of people ask, is there magnesium in a forage-based diet? And the answer to that is yes. There is uh, magnesium in every little bitty molecule of chlorophyll in grass or alfalfa. All of that contains magnesium. What you want to avoid is the fake magnesium that is contained in the concentrated grass cereal grain that so many are feeding their horse. Um, All of this matters so much for all aspects. Uh, Nutrition is the foundation of performance. It is the foundation of getting your body work to stick, whether you are an equine body worker, whether you have body work done on your horse. Um, Foundationally, you need the right mix of nutrients in order to have the most healthy and the most Uh, the most longevity for your horse. So remember that magnesium plays a very important role in nerve function and muscle function uh, in anxiety and stress. So a horse that is deficient in this can have symptoms of nervousness, excitability of kind of uncoordinated action or muscle tremors. And that's why magnesium kind of has a reputation for a calming influence. Uh, It's not that it is a sedative per se. It's that it is fixing the deficiency. Remember that if you try magnesium, it's going to take at least 10 to 14 days to work. So don't give it to them once and be like, oh, darn it, it didn't work, right? Um, Make sure that you know a pretty good estimate of your horse's weight and that you don't give too much or too little before deciding if it works. And remember to test, don't guess. You can find all this information on equineenergymed.com forward slash resources for any of the tests that I have mentioned. That is it for today, folks. Thank you so much for your time, for your patience, for taking such good care of your horse. I'll see you on the next episode. Thanks for listening to the Equine Energy Medicine Podcast. Ratings and reviews are always appreciated. We'll catch you in the next episode.